You're listening to Real Presence Live. Now, back to more inspirational and uplifting stories and a look at the extraordinary things happening in our local area. Heard right here on the RPR Network. Welcome back to Real Presence Live, hour number two here from the Fargo studio. My name is Tim Moser, your host today. I would like to thank Father Shannon Bouquet from Human Life International for being on last half hour. Always has some great insights and some wonderful things to talk about. Well, how do we help the needy without enabling harmful behavior, giving them a hand up, helping them out? This is so good. It's so important. We always need to remember, as I talked about at the top of the show, that they have infinite dignity as well. Everyone does. And so here to talk about it are Kathleen Bjorkland and Rebecca Smith. Welcome. Hello. Thank you. Ah, so good to see you. This is great. This is great. Well, first of all, tell us just a little bit about yourselves. Kathy, why don't you go ahead and go? Well, I've been a member of St. Joseph's Parish for many, many years, involved in a lot of different things, including RCIA, and most recently, the Society of St. Vincent de Paul, and that has taken quite a bit of my time, and it's been a real joy to be involved with it. Wonderful. That's great. A friend of mine actually came through your RCIA program this year, so yeah, was right. received into the church. That's awesome. She, by the way, she had great things to say about you, Kathy. She was oh, just... <laughs> good. So if you, if you gave her some money to say that, I'm just telling you it was well worth it. <laughs> no, I didn't. Oh, you didn't? Okay, good. And it was from the heart. <laughs> I'm just kidding. Rebecca, what about you? Tell us about yourself. Well, I was called to become a Vincentian um, in the fall of 2013 when mm-hmm. I heard a Vincentian I give a pulpit talk at St. Francis de Sales in Moorhead. And since there weren't a lot of um, enough folks uh, to start a conference at St. Um, Francis, I was um, invited to join the conference at St. Joseph's. And I am currently secretary of the um, conference and president of the district council. And the district council... Um, is made up of uh, four conferences within the Diocese of Crookston, and they are in Bemidji, Thief River Falls, and and Ada Twin Valley. Wonderful. You know, I've, I've learned tons already just in so Vincentian. That's someone who is a member, official member of the Society of St. Vincent de Paul? Correct. Okay, I'm, I'm catching on. I have to make sure. I'm a guy. Sometimes I'm a little slow. Well, that's great. Well, we do want to talk about the society, but maybe before the society, let's talk a little bit about who St. Vincent de Paul was for our listeners. Okay, he was born in 1581 mm-hmm. and died in 1660. And he was ordained a priest at a young age and was involved with a lot of wealthy people. But then he felt drawn to the poor and helping the poor and started doing that. And it was fortunate he had all these wealthy connections because they helped give a lot of money to support Mm. his work. And um, a sister also worked with him and, and gave him guidance how he should work with the poor and... What he did and what they did together later became the foundation of what Frederick Ozenham in 1833 started doing in France. So our conferences, the Society of St. Vincent de Paul, is really based on St. Vincent, but it was started by Frederick Ozenham. Interesting. Again, stuff I didn't know about. He also talked about being a servant of the poor. Tell us a little bit about that. Well, when I heard that word, servant of the poor, I had to really give it some thought because um, 
I don't think of myself as a servant of the poor so much. Um, and so I even looked up the number in um, in the dictionary, and or online, actually. Mr. Google. Yes, <laughs> yes. And one of the um, definitions was someone who labors and exerts herself for the benefit of others. Hmm. And um, so that is what I've been called to do with my life uh, for as long as I am able. And being a willing servant for others is spiritually fulfilling and brings me quiet, peaceful joy. Mm, I appreciate that. And I can tell you both have a, a, a good heart for this. You know, so it might be hard to remember sometimes that people experiencing homelessness, uh, the needy people we encounter, they have dignity. Um, let's talk about specific ways that St. Vincent de Paul tries to make sure that we recognize and maintain that dignity. Well, we are always encouraged and urged to be non-judgmental and um, listen to their stories and find blessings in them, um, in for them in their stories. Look for things that we can encourage them about, and um, as they as they are on their journey, and to look at it more as um, not just fulfilling a financial need, but maybe an emotional or um, or other other um, needs. Spiritual might come into it too. Mm-hmm. So true. Talk with Kathy Bjorkland and Rebecca Smith about uh, St. Vincent de Paul Society. Um, Kathy, maybe some of your thoughts. I mean, you, working for the church for many years, you, you see a variety of needs in many ways. Uh, you know, dignity of people from everything from, for instance, I mean, you teach them the truth in RCIA, the dignity of people to know the truth. All the way down to, well, I should say down to, but all across the whole spectrum, right? Whether it's the right to life, whether it is people experiencing homelessness. Tell us a little bit about how, again, you and the society help to preserve and uplift that dignity. Well, one of the things is we meet in homes and we listen to their story. And they may seek help other places, but it's not, their story isn't heard. And sometimes... They barely answer our questions. Other times, they tell so much Mm. about their background, about their experience, where they've come from, and you can see they've been hurting, and just listening. And before we do a home visit, we pray together. At the end of Mm. our visits, we say a prayer with them, with their permission, and sometimes even invite them to join us in prayer, uh, their own prayer. We end Mm. with an Our Father, but... um, just that dignity and reaching out in spiritual ways and recognizing there are so many different kinds of people. And my work with RCI, I've met so many different people, but just giving them the attention, looking directly at them and respecting who they are. You know, I think that is such an important point because what, what it brings to mind, I, I love the fact that you pray together as a team before you go, that you go there personally listen to their story. You're right. It's it's because the human dignity demands, don't just give me a handout. I'm a person. Let me tell you my story. Let me have a relationship. Mother Teresa, one of her famous sayings comes to mind here. She says, the worst disease is not, you know, leprosy and all this kind of stuff. It's being unwanted. And I can only imagine that some of these people experiencing these things feel very unwanted, feel very unloved. And the fact that you go and you establish relationships, that you're there listening to their story, that's huge. 
And we often start out by showing them our brochure, which Mm -hmm. begins with the Beatitudes from Matthew. Sure, Matthew 5. And that's what motivates us, and we let them know that. We're motivated by what Jesus says. Mm. I love that. Go ahead, Rebecca. One of the things that we do, too, is um, we go out in pairs to meet with people like Jesus sent out his disciples. Mm-hmm. So um, we're always reminded that we are using Jesus as our model when we when we visit people. I love that. You know, and when and speaking about the Beatitudes, uh, just a couple chapters into Matthew, Matthew 5, I love pairing that, right, with Matthew 25, right? Yes, with, with, yes. with the sheep and the goats, the whole idea. You know, when was I hungry? When was I thirsty? And when you did it to Lisa, my brother, you did it to me. And so mm-hmm. I'm sure St. Vincent de Paul ties those those two together very well. You know, it, it's it's just amazing to me. Uh, again, the great things are going. What have, what have I done with St. Vincent de Paul Society? I have delivered some goods and donated to the St. Vincent de Paul Center, okay? Mm-hmm. That's it. You know, I, I I knew nothing more about the society. I knew there was a Saint Vincent de Paul. Didn't know, so I think this this is great that we're we're looking at this and 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 talking about that dignity. You know, I, I can't help but think, and and maybe you have a story about this. Um, I'm guessing that some of these people that you've gone and seen uh, told their story, really opened up, and it's been maybe a life changing experience for them, and maybe for you as well. Oh, definitely. It has definitely affected us, too. And we're to look at how they serve us, how mm-hmm. they um, mm-hmm. enhance our thinking in our lives. You know, that's so true. And, that, and that, that's such a great point, because it's so important to know that every person is useful, every person is beneficial, every person is, we can learn something from anyone. So we like to think, oh, we're going out there and serving. Great, we are. But we need to remember that just as much they are serving and helping us as well. Yes, and um, I think that that's where my quiet, peaceful joy comes from in knowing that they have given me so much by by talking with me and sharing their story. Mm-hmm. I mean that that makes one very vulnerable to to really put out their um, very deepest um, troubles and woes and. Maybe even their joys too. You know, and, and to share those things that that, that mm-hmm. is so key. You know, I, I can just I can only imagine that the great peace and joy that comes to them uh, that someone really cares. You know, someone's coming through a door. They care about me. They're listening to my story. Wow, that that just has. To, I, I I'm guessing you've seen tears sometimes. <laughs> oh yes. Wow. Yes. And before the pandemic, we've received hugs. And sometimes it's not by what we give them, but the fact we've listened. Yes. And you you share that common humanity. (laughs) And I'm guessing not just seeing tears from them, but probably shared tears amongst yourselves as well. Yes. Yes. Oh, that is so awesome. We're talking with Kathy Bjorklund, sorry about that, Kathy, and Rebecca Smith about the St. Vincent de Paul Society. I've learned a lot already in uh, less than 15 minutes. We're going to come back after the break, and then we're going to continue to talk a little bit more about St. Vincent de Paul Society, what they do, and how you can get involved. You're listening to Real Presence Live, and we'll be back right after this. Stay with us. There's more Real Presence Live to come on the Real Presence Radio Network. So I found the 
I'm with Catholic Radio in college, actually. And I think my mom is listening to this right now, which is wonderful. <laughs> if you, I mean, yeah, Catholic Radio is usually on at home and in most of my family's vehicles. But I started listening to it while driving back and forth to work, um, just like falling in love with some of the different programs. And, and then I would like go to my Bible study later in the evening and just share the different things that I had learned um, that day on Catholic Radio to the point where I think my Bible study attendees thought that I was some like secret Catholic Radio like prom- promotions officer but it's played a huge role in my life and I when I learned that I was going to be placed at Black Hill State this year I was very excited to move back into an area that had real presence radio because um, I, I missed it these last two years um, serving at a different campus and so I'm very excited to you know be able to listen to some of the local programs but also like the um, like nationwide programs. Hello, this is Mike Kidrowski, Director of Advancement for Real Presence Radio with a creative gift planning tip. Do you want to make sure Real Presence Radio continues to receive your support in perpetuity? This can now be accomplished by establishing an individual endowment account in your name with a minimum gift of $10,000. A distribution will be made annually in your name to assure future generations will continue to hear the good news of the gospel of Jesus Christ through the mission of Real Presence Radio. To learn more about establishing an individual endowment for Real Presence Radio, a gift which will last in perpetuity, please call me, Mike Kidrowski, at 701-290-4503. State tax credits may apply in some states. Let's get started. You're listening to Real Presence Live on the Real Presence Radio Network. Join the conversation on our Facebook page or on Twitter. And be sure to like and follow us for more great Catholic content. Now, back to the show. Welcome back, listeners, to Real Presence Live. My name is Tim Moser here at the Fargo Studio. Today we're talking with Kathy Bjorkland and Rebecca Smith from the St. Vincent de Paul Society. A great society that really is very helpful, uh, much deeper than... Anything I knew, I knew of the store. Yeah, the thrift store, I knew about that, and that's really all I knew. So let's get back to them and tell us a little more, because we have more to talk about the St. Vincent de Paul Society and what it does, the kind of help it gives. Do you want to start, Rebecca? Sure. Go for it, Rebecca. Um, we, um, we provide an opportunity for those that need to contact us through a helpline, mm-hmm. um, and it's dedicated just to... Um, people that want to call in and it's monitored um we call well we call them back within 24 hours and then we set up a person-to-person visit with them before covid we um we met primarily in their home and um but now we leave it up to them to decide whether we go to their home or or the church or somewhere else where it's convenient for them i suppose COVID changed a lot. You had to you had to adjust just like everyone else, I suppose. Yes, yes. And there was a short while where we didn't even do visits. I mean, we didn't even, uh, we just kind of uh, put yeah. on the helpline that we weren't serving people for a while. Yeah, you know, that, that's, uh, that had to be difficult, especially when you're in such the business of a very interpersonal, I mean, it's a face-to-face, person-to-person mm-hmm. type of, 
uh, type of um, activity. And that, that had to be very difficult for you and for them. Well, in last summer, we um, adjusted by using the picnic table at the parish office at St. Joseph's. Ah. And um, so we were outside and wore our masks and... Um, Socially distant across the table. Yes, yes. See, you guys are thinking... I like how you guys just adjust, you know, and in creative ways to do that. And we're fortunate there are a number of those people asking for help don't have cars, don't have transportation. Mm, mm-hmm. And that's another thing I think... I never really thought much about how, Sure. I mean, we all assume people can get around easily, but they're willing to come to the church, and fortunately, we have a bus stop. Oh. Actually, it's right on our boulevard now. Perfect. So, they make use of that. That That's great. That That's a wonderful thing to do. That That's great. So, your, your visits now, in-person visits are picking up again now? Okay. Yes, they are. Good. That's a, now. How how wide ranging is, is just Fargo Moorhead area, or or is it is it broader than that? Where you, where you guys will go? That's a good question. Um, our St. Joseph Conference mm-hmm. in Moorhead serves people in Moorhead and Dilworth, mm-hmm. occasionally outside area, but there's also St. Anthony's and Holy Spirit in Fargo, mm. and their conferences serve the area of kind of their boundaries. In addition to that. There are conferences, well, there's council in uh, Fargo, which extends to um, Devil's Lake, um, Rugby, a couple other areas. Okay. And also there's some conferences, Bismarck Diocese. Okay. So there are a lot of other conferences beside us in Moorhead. Okay. And international. this is an international organization in 153 countries. Mm-hmm. And... So, St. Vincent Society is throughout the world. And what they do in different areas isn't always the same. And it's interesting how you meet other Vincentians. One of our parishioners, we have a sister parish in India, and when she went to India, and we had done some of this work beforehand, Mm -hmm. she was part of a St. Vincent project in India. Wow. That uh, that must have been a very life-changing and fulfilling experience. Right. Exciting. And actually, I was working with some students in the school, Destination Imagination, and part of our project was connecting with the Sister Parish, Mm -hmm. and we did some things, St. Vincent things, with our students, and just, you know, making those ties. I bet the students really enjoyed that. They did. That is wonderful. And and to get them involved at an early age, getting them thinking about uh, service and and connecting with others, and uh, that that is way cool. And my grandson was part of that group, ah. which was I was working with that group. But sometimes we use young people to help us deliver furniture to people who are moving into apartments mm-hmm. and don't really have much for their apartments. Mm-hmm. That's great. So you get to take take them along on, on those things. See that that is so good. It kind of reminds me of just a, a little bit of a sidetrack. But m- I do music at nursing homes and, and assisted living homes. And now recently, I've been able to take our four-year-old son Romeo with me to do that. And so to see, you know, he goes in and he's so social. He says, hi to the people, you know, what's your name? He starts talking to them, you know, just the whole idea of just that personal witness, that personal concert, especially with children, you know, yes. that really light up the room. So that, that, that's exciting. It's great to hear that your, your grandson's able to do that. That's one of the things I love about 
the person-to-person visits in the home mm-hmm. because usually we get to see the children. Oh, yeah. And, and they do. They're just joyful to be around. And, um, and it's, it's um, heartwarming to see how the parents interact with their children mm-hmm. uh, during that visit. And how usually they're very kind and um, and and compassionate with their children too. Sure. Well, yeah, I can imagine some listeners might be saying, "Well, I'm not a Vincentian. I'm not sure if I actually want to can join the conference." And they, certainly they could. What are some ways that uh, our listeners can reach out to the the needy people in in, in their communities? Um. Well, I think one of the things that. I learned from being a Vincentian is to look at someone who you see as underprivileged or poor. And they may not be, but you can um, immediately see maybe that they need a smile. Mm-hmm. And um, so look them in the eye and give them a smile. And um, and I think that I've, I've heard people testify to the fact that they were um, uplifted just by that, just mm, by having mm-hmm. someone uh, look at them and smile at them and even say hello. Um, I don't know if I would recommend interacting with them um, unless you you feel called by God to do that mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Um, because I believe God would, would lead you to that if, um, if that is what happens. Um, the other way that, that some other ways that you can um, be involved with um, helping is to donate to your um, church's poor fund um, or to another organization um, or to uh, the society. Um, we are always willing to accept donations either through the church or just directly to us. Um, and you might find other ways to help. Like one of the things that we do is we have a rummage sale in the summertime. And this year we were blessed with volunteers that um, helped us uh, just with that project. And uh, so there are other ways like that. And then um, um, working at Churches United, I don't know if they're actually um, seeking volunteers right now. And uh, but I know our thrift store does, mm-hmm. and um, so that's some of the other ways to um, to help out. Okay. Yes, I, I know that Churches United is taking volunteers because some people from our church are going to start serving meals there. Mm, um, wonderful. Yep. Wonderful. That is so great. Um, as I'm thinking, any um, you probably have a bunch of stories, or at least a few stories about interactions with people in your time with St. Vincent de Paul that are really kind of heartwarming. Would you care to share a story? I'm thinking of a very recent one. Um, And it just seems recently we've had a number of calls where people are in treatment and going to be moving into housing and just supporting them and encouraging them to keep on that path. Mm -hmm. But one gentleman that I met with uh, needed some clothes because he said he had outgrown his. Mm -hmm. So we gave him a voucher to the thrift store and he got some clothes. And I told him when he moves into an apartment that we can maybe help with some household items, which we did last week. And actually we're delivering something again tonight. But what was especially heartwarming was he made progress more quickly 
And when we did this second home visit, which Rebecca was with me, he's telling me how now he's connecting with his daughter. Wow. Because his daughter had cut him off for a while. He was going to be seeing his grandchildren on the weekend. And he was just, he was just in such a good mood. How different than the first time and what he shared just six weeks earlier. Mm. Those are the kinds of uplifting Absolutely, life transforming, and to, to be able to reestablish those relationships with family too mm-hmm. is just amazing. That that is wonderful. That is wonderful. We, we talked a little bit about, um, like you <clears throat> mentioned, you can like donate directly to the society. Is there a, is there a website that people can go to to do that, or how, how do they how do they get a hold of St. Vincent de Paul or um, donate? I would say that um, in this area to contact the parishes, um, Holy Spirit. Um, St. Anthony's in um, Fargo, mm-hmm. and St. Joseph's in Moorhead. And then the website is SVDP for St. Vincent de Paul, USA.org. Mm-hmm. And I think there's a little thing you can click on to donate. And so you can donate to the society. I don't know how... Um, I've never donated through it, so I don't know how exactly you can get directly to a conference, but um, I know you can donate to the society. That would be a website that would give you general information about the society as a whole. <clears throat> mm-hmm. But we are also listed, uh, there's a, a regional or a, a city directory with 211, and oh, okay. we are listed there. And some of our people who call us call us because they've seen our name on the directory. Wonderful. See that that's great. That's so good. I, I did actually go to that website and, and there is a donate button and, and you can just click on your, your donation size or I guess that would be giving to the national office to I the suppose. National. Yeah. But as you said, there's a two one one directory where you can help help more locally. So I'm guessing it, what if people say, you know what? I think I might want to become a Vicentian. What would they do? Well they could call our helpline, if they have that number, they could call St. Joseph's. We'd gladly talk with them. Um, in fact, we had a new person at our last meeting. We meet twice a month mm-hmm. um, and, and just do some sharing. But part of that starts with um, scriptural reflection, reflecting on scripture. Um, we do some learning more about our society. And... Uh, Spirituality is a very important part mm-hmm. of our organization. But mm-hmm. we had somebody new come last time, and I think she's... And somebody new came um, about three months ago, and he won't be involved maybe with home visits initially, but he helps us move furniture. And he, he has a pickup, and he has some strength and a son. Wow. So there's different ways of being involved. That sounds great. Well, Kathy and Rebecca, thank you so much for being here. We'd appreciate thank it. St. Vincent de Paul Society. Thanks for all the great work you're doing. You're welcome. All right. After the break, Deacon Mark Creechy about beyond just living marriage. You're listening to Real Presence Live. We'll be back right after this. Live, engaging, and local, this is Real Presence Live, where we bring you positive and uplifting stories and share the great things happening in our local area on the Real Presence Radio Network. 